Hello everyone, welcome to Why Fashion Matters. Today, um, I'm going to be talking about fast fashion and fast fashion as an industry and kind of how to transition to quote-unquote slow fashion. Um, so I'm Mia and today we will be chatting about that. I was never a huge Forever 21 person or, um other brands kind of like that like H&M and stuff like that but of course you often even if you don't shop there consistently you're still contributing to that industry and I didn't really know that fast fashion even was an issue um until I read a book why fashion matters um and kind of became aware of the fast fashion industry. I actually bought my first Reformation dress for homecoming of my freshman year. Um, and on the tag, I remember, like, I I remember hearing about Reformation, but I mostly just thought it was, like, a cool, cute brand. Um, but when, like, buying the dress, I was like, oh, what does this say? And it was about the carbon that's saved and the water that's saved by buying this dress instead of... Um, a dress that uses like all new fabrics and stuff like that and I was um from then on I was kind of hooked on the sustainable fashion um narrative and kind of what that means and how as someone who shops a lot um and kind of considers myself like a not a fashionista um a fashionable person or someone who likes to buy clothes and um, really likes fashion in general, how I can be an ethical consumer and shop ethically um, with with a conscience, kind of. And um, sustainable fashion really lets you do that, which is really cool. And the same thing with buying from thrift stores and stuff like that. But fast fashion, I didn't even realize was an issue until I bought that dress. And um, so brands like Forever 21, H&M, um, even like Zaffle and online boutiques like that, um, basically do this thing where most, um, high-end brands have a spring-summer collection and a fall-winter collection, meaning that you really have two wardrobes every year and you're buying new things twice a year. But today's fashion industry has, um about 50 micro cycles or micro se- 50 cycles or micro seasons um in a year when you're supposed to have two um so that means that like almost every week 52 weeks in a year you're getting new styles into your store um and without really any demand for those styles so forever 21 had a huge overproduction problem And that means that a lot of their stuff was always going on sale, which is why it's such a, um, like a bargain and a big deal to buy from Forever 21 because you can always find a deal on all of these different, um, clothing items. And usually they're trendy, they're on trend, they're, um, pulled from like different brands that are more expensive and you can get them for cheap. But buying a tank top for like two or three dollars probably isn't a good sign in the first place and plays into a bigger 
cycle of overproduction, um, like less consumption, and then a lot of clothing being thrown away at the end of a um, trend because of the um, how many new things are always going into the line of production at Forever 21. And also the idea of being like quote unquote trendy, um, trends die out pretty quickly. And so when you're buying something from Forever 21 to get on a trend, like say like leopard print or something like that, just because you're afraid it might like end quickly and then you're going to have an expensive skirt that you don't want, Forever 21 provides you that ability to wear a trend that you might not have worn, but it also hinders your ability to, you know, like, hold on to that skirt for more than, like, a couple weeks because the zipper's gonna break or, um, you know, like, it really has to do with the quality, like, the fabric's gonna rip, and so you're buying something that's you know is gonna last for a short time and you also know is gonna go out of style pretty, um, like pretty quickly and so this is the reason why a lot of people are like invest in basics and then you can like um like because if if you're buying a like a basic white t-shirt from forever 21 it's going to be like sheer or have something wrong with it probably because of how quickly they're produced and um not even you know touching on the fact that all of this is made with factory labor from brands I mean, um, factories in China or India or, um, like, anywhere else in the world just not produced in the United States. Um, and the really, really cheap, almost, um, slave labor that's employed in a lot of practices overseas. Um, so, and, like, the fabric that is used for a lot of these is, um, not um, like, not sustainable in the slightest, you know, like, non-organic cotton is produced with tons and tons of pesticides, which are, um, going into the, um, oceans and water supply in a lot of these places, and, um, in where, like, where these factories are, the pollution that's coming from these factories is disproportionately affecting, um, these people, in terms of bioaccumulation of chemicals and, um, like, when you're asked washing jeans or um, distressing jeans, the sand from the particles that are distressing these items are getting into their lungs, and overall, pre- or not prison labor, factory labor is a whole other issue that I will talk about in a different episode of um, Why Fashion Matters, but this whole, this whole thing plays into why fast fashion is so detrimental for the environment and the people who work there. Um, But um, more and more, we see brands using upcycling and um, sustainable practices, even if they're not, um, like, perfect. A lot of brands are starting to try to have more eco-friendly aspects of their brands like converse has a um like recycled canvas shoe which is more expensive but 
obviously better for the environment. And um, the... Sorry, I just looked at the clock. What was I saying? Oh, and um, obviously Reformation is currently having some problems with um, how ethical they are. And that's a reason not to support their brand right now. Obviously, during the Black Lives Matter movement, um, I would not want to be putting my money towards something like that. But in the past, I did not know um, really the ins and outs of their ethical side but uh reformation does a really good job of sustainability um and so do brands like um parade and stuff like that which are using recycled materials and are not um adding any more chemicals to their process um but brands like redone which are old levi's which are redone obviously um are um, have a lot to do with kind of returning to slow fashion because their brand's jeans are so expensive, like $150 to $200, um, that you're obviously not going to buy another pair super quickly after you buy one. Um, but they obviously last a very long time. You're paying for quality. Um, and that's kind of what the return to slow fashion is all about is kind of buying basics that you know are going to last and, um, investing in your clothes more than just, um, you know, throwing away $20 on a dress just because you wanted to hop on a trend and get, um, something that you're going to get two or three wears out of and then give away, or it's going to break and you're going to have to throw it away. Um, so that's kind of why slow fashion is so important. It's because it's slowing down your consumption overall, because, an average person throws away 80 pounds of clothing annually, which is quite a lot. Um, and my, like I myself used to shop at Urban Outfitters, which is a more expensive um, brand, but it's like still a similar thing to Forever 21 where their stuff is always kind of trendy and on trend and what you want to be wearing at that moment. Um, and so I used to go on the website all the time and just like look at... Um, look at the things and then I'll add a couple of things to my cart that were like $20, $20, like a t-shirt or something like that and get a couple wears out of it or wear it for a long time potentially, uh, but still be buying into a fast fashion industry where I didn't know that where these clothes were coming from. I didn't know who was producing them. I didn't know where they were being produced. Um, and I didn't even know like what they were made of or, um, the factories of, or, the conditions of the people who are making the clothes um, and bought it on a whim without thinking quite often, probably like once a month. And so kind of how I stopped that habit after learning more about sustainable fashion is I've, um, I still browse the website sometimes, but the question of, are you really going to wear this a lot? You know, um, is this going to be something that you pick up out of your shelf more often than your average piece of clothing uh, is kind of what you have to remind yourself of when you're buying something. Because otherwise, what's the point to buy something, especially if it's not ethical, uh, ethically produced, if you're just going to end up, you know, throwing it away or giving it away eventually. Um, 
And so I started doing something where when I liked something, I would add it to my wish list and then not look at it for a while. And then if I still really wanted the piece of clothing, I could look back at it and kind of think about where else I could get this that was more sustainable or ethical and if I was actually going to wear it. And just take time away from the I I want it, I got it, like mindset or... um like you just see it and buy it instead of thinking about what the purchase kind of means to you and why you want it and where it's coming from and all the other parts of the thought process that should go into what you're purchasing more than it usually does when you're in a store and you see something and you think it's cute and you just buy it because it's there. Um... And obviously, it's really hard to do this, and it's hard for me as well, because I um, am used to just being able to see something and just to buy it, because I it, like I think it's cute, but there's a lot more important things that go into the clothes than then we think about on the surface level. Um, and so for that reason, the whole trend of thrifting is a really imp- like important one, but more um more sustainable because someone's already worn those clothes someone's already basically had like a full life cycle with those clothes and even if they hadn't you're basically giving these clothes another life um which is a really cool part of why thrifting is a big thing for I think teenage girls and um is because everything's kind of unique and you can't find it anywhere else um but more so because for myself personally, when I'm buying something from a thrift store, I can see it and buy it and not really worry as much about where it's coming from because in the first place, something's not being produced just for you again. Um, something isn't like, this isn't a new product. This is something that you're giving a second life cycle to and... um Usually the things that you buy from a thrift store are unique and you found them yourself. And for that reason, you're going to um, wear them a lot more than you would an average piece of clothing. Um, And so thrifting is a really interesting um, industry, like upcycling and um, everything like that is a really interesting new aspect of what fashion is today. Um, and for my friends, I'm 16 and, um, all of us really thrift a lot of our clothes and some of the best jeans and, um, tops that I have or my favorite dresses are from the thrift store, um, because it's such an easy way to, um, shop in an eco-conscious sense um, even more than, like, a sustainable brand, no matter how sustainable it is, is still producing, um, it's still producing, you know, a new product that didn't really have to be produced if all of these old clothes still exist, um, and I am a big, um, advocator for hand-me-downs, um, I know that anyone who has siblings, probably hates hand-me-downs because that's what 
like the majority of the stuff you're given when you're younger and have older siblings but I myself am an only child and happen to have very fashionable neighbors and so once a year I kind of get a big box from them or not once a year but when I was younger I used to get stuff from them and as I get older um, they will like go through their closets when they're home and um, give me some of their old clothes which are always really fun to go through and um, like a lot of my favorite clothes are from hand-me-downs and so if you can like find like a friend or um, someone like that who has a similar size to you I highly recommend you guys going through your closets and kind of doing a clothing swap like one like trading bags of clothes that you kind of want to give away or whatever in your closet um because that's a really easy way to feel like you just went shopping um even though you're just really doing it in your own closet and not really finding anything new to yourself but to a different person you're finding a whole another like layer of clothes and I find that a lot of the time um a lot of my clothes go unworn and I will give away these clothes and see my friends wear them way more than I would have ever worn them um which is a really cool way to revamp your closet and do it in a way where you're not buying anything new um and that's kind of what slow fashion is all about is really conscious consumption thinking about what you're buying um and the effect that it has on the world around you from the people who make it to the environment that it's produced in to its actual effects on the world as a whole um especially considering the climate crisis that we are in today i think that sustainable fashion is a really or slow fashion is a really interesting um not interesting but important thing to try to implement into your everyday consumption and as hard as it kind of seems if you just slow yourself down from just buying without thinking it's a really easy thing to do and to kind of um you're not going to end up with things that you don't end up wearing in your closet and I find that a lot more of the stuff that I have in my closet now is worn than from when I was buying a lot of different like cheaper items you're like instead of buying a bunch of $20 dresses buying an $100 or $150 dress from a brand like Reformation or or any other like sustainable brand is going to get you a longer life out of your clothes and you're not gonna have to buy multiple dresses just because this one's gonna last for longer and I think that's another thing that should go into your thought process while shopping is how is this gonna last or um like how is this gonna incorporate into my summer wardrobe or my winter wardrobe um so there's a lot of things that we should be asking ourselves when shopping more than just do I want it do I think it's cute um So yeah, there's a lot of interesting things that go into the process of shopping ethically and shopping sustainably and shopping consciously. Um, But 
the biggest takeaway that I have from like kind of my <clears throat> journey with slow fashion is that you think that you need a lot more than you actually do need. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing anything by not buying from Urban Outfitters once a month. But when I was doing that, I felt like I needed to do it because I was, like, staying on trend and buying what I thought was cute right at the moment when I thought it was cute and eventually would, like, hate the things that I bought. But now... I find that my closet's a lot more versatile in terms of, like, what I have in it and more, like, the things that have lasted for long amounts of time um, or, like, are on trend while not being only for that, like, the sole purpose of that trend, if that makes sense. Like, it's not just, um, like, a print that's on trend, but it's something that I can wear kind of more every day. Um rather than just being like a piece that you throw on to hop on a trend, if that makes sense. Um, Like my grandmother's closet, we were going through it the other day and I found like a perfect sweater from there that I can wear all the time. Um, And who would have thought that I would find it in an 80 year old woman's closet, you know? Like that's the same thing with thrifting is you're always giving something a new life and really finding something that is trendy and cute while still being, you're not making, like, producing something for yourself. Um, which is why a lot of, like, the the idea of supply and demand um, is lost by a lot of fast fashion companies, while um, a lot of companies that I know, like, Cloud Hunter, which is a sustainable brand from Los Angeles, um, does a whole thing of pre-order where you basically send in kind of what goods you want, like restocked or resupplied from them, um, and they'll make it based on the demand for the product rather than just producing it and hoping people buy things so there's really nothing left over, um, which is a really genius way to limit overproduction and limit clothing waste and um, fabric waste and everything like that. So um, that was why fashion matters for today. Um, Fashion matters because it affects you and it affects people who are making your clothes. And um, it affects you, it affects the people who are making your clothes, it affects the environment because of factories and it affects the environment because of the chemicals used in a lot of the fabrics that you don't really understand until you really have to sometimes do your research on these fabrics that are used to make your clothes um and it matters because you have control over where you put your money um and as a capitalist society where you put your you like you're you're putting your money kind of where your mouth is so if you don't support sustainable fashion you're not supporting all of the um like good stuff I guess that it goes into it but um your money is like a vote and if you're buying from brands like Converse or Forever 21 or things like that um which I sometimes do like I I love Converse but that means that you're really saying to the brand that you're okay with their factory practices and stuff like that um and low wages and everything for their workers. Um, So 
fashion matters because there's a lot more that goes into it than we see surface level as just a clothing item. Um, and fashion matters because you have control over whether you really question that process or whether you just buy something on a whim. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening and I will see you next time.